to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to continue talking about earthquakes, as that's what the prophets say is about to come. That, and also suitcase nukes. And yeah, I don't know if anybody else out there in the world of Christianity, any of the watchmen, I don't know if there are any of them out there talking about suitcase nukes coming. And there are very few of them talking about earthquakes. Well, why? Because it might not happen. However, I've got... Uh, <laughs> I just went to news.google.com and was just going to check and see if there was any news uh, on earthquakes before I did a broadcast, obviously, on earthquakes. And I found one, and I went to it, and I must read what the first paragraph says. This comes to us from breakingisraelnews.com, breakingisraelnews.com. Headline, Rabbi Who Prophesied California's 6.4 Earthquakes releases new bombshell prediction. This is by Adam Elihu Berkowitz. And I know that it's going to sound like I'm criticizing him, but I'm not trying to criticize him. What I am trying to say is he (laughs) it's not very close what he says. And anyway, the first description that comes up here on his article says, Before him, earth trembles, heaven shakes, Sun and moon are darkened, and the stars withdraw their brightness. And, of course, that's the Israel Bible translation. And, of course, I am King James only, so I wouldn't say it that way. But the point is, he is talking about something that has nothing to do with earthquakes. (laughs) Before them, the earth trembles. Yes. And when does that tremble? That trembles when the heaven shakes. Yes. And the sun and moon are darkened. Okay, so when are the sun and the moon darkened? I can answer that. The sun is darkened on the fourth vial. That's when the sun gets actually seven times hotter than the fifth vial. And it says sun goes totally out. And that is about 72 hours before Jesus returns. So that is not talking about right now. But again, they don't understand that because they haven't read my book. Sun and moon are darkened. We also know that darkened has to do with eternity entering into time. That takes place on the day of trumpets, the day that Jesus returns, when time stops. Again, he hadn't read my book, so he doesn't understand that. All right, now let's go to the paragraph that I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to read you. It says, Avid readers of Breaking Israel News should not have been surprised by last week's earthquakes in California. That's because BIN published an article in December of 2018 citing a rabbinic source pointing to the super blood moon over Washington, D.C. as a sign that the upcoming year... Okay, so he's just saying (laughs) someplace in 2019, somewhere along the line there's going to be earthquakes. Well, you know, that's not real accurate. That's not real close. Upcoming year will be marked by increased volcanic activity. And this article, BIN, revisits that source to investigate what the recent earthquakes themselves portend. Okay, so how accurate is that? Well, I guess <laughs> saying that 2019 is going to have earthquakes, well, that's a, that's a pretty safe prediction. However, as I just explained in yesterday's broadcast, last Tuesday and Wednesday, I had to make broadcasts. Actually, no, it was actually Monday and Tuesday because I left Wednesday. Had to make broadcasts for the whole week because I'm going to sit me and visit my son for the Fourth of July weekend. And the one that aired Monday was talking specifically about earthquakes. But that's not the first time. I've been saying for a long time that these 
storms and flooding and all this sort of stuff that's all part of the prophecy that was given to Demetri Dudeman July the 1st, 1994, that storms, heavy rains, flooding, hurricanes, and tornadoes would precede, the way it's written, it doesn't say that exactly, but the way it's written, they would precede earthquakes, earthquakes being the worst. Now, have the storms stopped? Nope. Uh, just check your news. Heavy rains, flooding, hurricanes, tornadoes, all, they're still here. But he has added earthquakes. Now, since we've seen that earthquakes have added, and by the way, I don't think it's an accident when it happens on the 4th of July, a 6.4 magnitude earthquake to Southern California. I don't think it's an accident when another one, 7.1 magnitude, happens the very next day on July the 5th. I think that that is God saying, America, this is for you. And in case you think that that was an accident, here, let me show you another one the very next day. And in case you think that was just an accident, I'm going to continue to send aftershocks. America, I am trying to get your attention. But of course, you think that there's a pre-trib rapture coming. You think that you're not going to see any trouble. I'm going to show you different. All right, now, again, we're talking about earthquakes today. So let me go to from Hal Turner Radio Show, and I'll quote him a lot. He seems to be a pretty good inside source. He has a lot of information that a lot of other people don't have. And, of course, we always try to get things confirmed in the mouth of two or three witnesses, but, you know, if you're the only one saying it because it just happened, you can't get a confirming witness if you're the only one that has the information. So, anyway, it says the Hal Turner Radio Show received a warning from a scientist who works at Caltech for the Division Office of Geological and Planetary Services. This person says that the recent large earthquakes and ongoing aftershocks, which now total above 6,000, along with satellite GPS and land movement monitors, prove that California, listen carefully, is cracking into two pieces. Say it again. Prove that California is cracking into two pieces, and the western piece will submerge into the Pacific Ocean. He goes on to say, This person is screaming that people should evacuate California immediately. His exact words were, quote, They're not going to warn people. There's not enough time to evacuate everyone. Get out now. The whole state is about to crack into, please listen, unquote. This person did not state when this alleged catastrophe is going to take place. I think that's very interesting that he actually uses one of the words, the word catastrophe. Remember, Leslie was told January 22 of 06, in the night she heard the audible voice of God give her seven signs leading to the fall of America, and one of those signs is catastrophe hits America. So could it be? that that catastrophe is not going to be the suitcase nukes, as we've suspected. But, in, of course, it could be an economic depression, too. But it also could be an earthquake. We don't know what the catastrophe is. We just know that the newspaper article will say, the headline will be, Catastrophe Hits America. And I've had that confirmed to me that these were spoken to uh, Leslie by the Lord. Okay, anyway, let's go on. The person did not stay when this alleged catastrophe is going to take place. This person did not name any particular location points within the state which would mark the location by such a catastrophe. This person did not provide any data sets, 
GPS maps, or other scientific data to support this claiming pending catastrophe. In short, this is nothing but a wild, unsubstantiated claim. I do not, he goes on to say, I do not imagine that rational people would suddenly uproot their lives and evacuate without having proof or evidence or data. Now, (laughs) in our case, we're prophecy students. And if you believe that God is still alive and still able to speak to people, and if you believe that God has spoken to numerous people about all of these earthquakes, I'm going to read a few. I mean, I could take a whole broadcast just reading prophecies that people say about specific earthquakes. Now, you can say, oh, well, we want scientific data. (laughs) Well, who do you think has more information, the scientists or God? Uh, My vote's for God. (laughs) My my vote is for God. Now, let me refresh your memory. February 2014, we had Prophet Ephraim Rodriguez in from Puerto Rico. He had been shown a vision that a large meteor will hit near Mona Island, just west of Puerto Rico, causing a tsunami a thousand foot high, and Puerto Rico will be from 200 to 400 foot high when it hits the east coast of America going inland from 20 to 100 miles. Now, I think, and that confirms, uh, and I won't read all of here, because I think that that is associated with the split of Israel. In other words, if America splits Israel, then we get the big meteor. Uh, Let me rephrase that. Then we get the big earthquake. Now, that earthquake may be caused by a meteor if it's the really, really bad one. But see, God's judgment is on a sliding scale. That's the reason we have, and I made a whole DVD on this. Uh, here, let me, let, me, let me make my point here. Let me get through what he said, and then we'll come back and talk about it. He says, it hits an earthquake fault. In other words, where the meteor hits, when it hits this Mona Island right next to Puerto Rico, where it hits is an earthquake fault running up the Mississippi River Valley to the Great Lakes, splitting America from the Great Lakes to the Gulf of Mexico, and much of the West Coast from California to Alaska would fall into the ocean. Maurice Scalar said he saw a vision that kind of like a a large portion of California, uh, basically from California all the way up into Oregon, just cracked off like breaking a a, a salting cracker. Then I'm thinking, all right, well, this guy, if he's going to come in and talk, I've got to confirm this. And if it's truly from God, he's not the only one that saw a meteor hit, not just a meteor hit any place, but it had to be a meteor by Puerto Rico. So I did some research and made a hold of the DVD called Meteor, the Destruction of America. Both of these, by the way, the Catastrophe Meteor, Tsunami, and Earthquake, the DVD by Ephraim Rodriguez is available at prophecyclub.com. Uh, as is Meteor, the Destruction of America, mine that I'm talking about now. Also, but you can also watch them instantly at WatchProphecyClub.com. Now, frankly, the best deal is at WatchProphecyClub.com. You sign up for that, 20 bucks a month or $200 a year. You can watch, uh, I guess it's over 300 DVDs up there. Now, you watch them all for 20 bucks a month or $200 a year. So this other investigation that I did on this Meteor, I found... Not one, not two, but I found six people saw a large meteor hit near Puerto Rico. Four people saw a tsunami hit east coast of the United States. Six people saw America split into two pieces. Three people saw large chunks of California fall into the ocean. Nine people, which by the way, now the count is up to 12 people, saw 
that this happened because America split Israel. Okay, so let's take a little quick update. How's that coming? How is the possibility of America splitting Israel? How's that coming? Well, Jared Kushner just did a big uh, PowerPoint presentation to a large group of people. I won't go into all the details. And he was basically saying, this is my plan. Well, it had a lot of good, you know, we're going to pay them this, pay them that. We're going to split here. We're going to split there. We're going to do this. We're going to do that in it. Had a lot of good deals. And frankly, it's probably the best deal that has come down the pike so far. But it still splits Israel. Well, Stan, what do you think ought to be done? Well, if you want to get rid of the Palestinians short of killing them all, then what you would do is go to Egypt or to Jordan or to Syria or some of the other surrounding nations and say, we want to give the Palestinians a state. Would you be willing to volunteer to donate the land? (laughs) Because Israel is not. In other words, Israel needs to march the Palestinians out. Is that what's going to happen, Stan? Are the Palestinians going to leave Israel? No, no, they're not. Uh, Several prophecies, which I'm not prepared to go into today, say that basically Israel will emerge World War III, the great victor. She will get back all of her land from the Euphrates all the way over to the Nile, including, probably including, uh, all or most of Saudi Arabia. And in the process, all of the Palestinians are going to be killed. I mean, if you look up uh, here, I just sent out an email to somebody here. Let me just pull it up. Here's what I said in part of this email. It says the Palestinian land is not Palestinian land. <laughs> it belongs to God. It doesn't even belong to Israel. It belongs to God. Joel 3.2 confirms that. I will also gather all nations, that's talking about Armageddon, on the Day of Trumpets. I will bring them down to the Valley of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat means judgment. And I will plead them there with my people for my heritage, your Israel. So he is allowing Israel to have the land temporarily, but it is his land whom they scattered among the nations and parted my land, parted my land. So God owns the land. Prophecies also say that Israel will get back all of their land from the Nile to the Euphrates. That's Genesis fifteen eighteen, And it says, For I have given them this land from the river of Egypt under the great river Euphrates, and there is going to be an ethnic cleansing. And that is ethnic cleansing is the Palestinians. Because Genesis 27.40 says, this is the prophecy given to Esau. This is right after Isaac was given the big blessing and Esau was out hunting. And Esau comes back in, Father, don't you have any prophecy for me? And he says, okay, here's your prophecy. So he says, by thy sword thou shalt live. Hang on. That's what Esau does. Esau today is primarily the Arabs. That's what they do. They live by sword. I mean, uh, a kid 12 years old in, in America might have uh, a necklace around his neck. He might have uh, some kind of wristband on his wrist. But in the Muslim nations or in the Arab nations, they have an AK-47 hung around their neck like some kind of jewelry or something. I mean, if they don't have an AK-47 in their hand, they think something's wrong with them. They're not even a man. That's what they do. Anyway, let me go on to the scripture. By thy sword shalt thou live. And shall serve thy brother, that would be Israel. And shall come to pass that when thou shalt have the dominion, I believe that's when they found oil, that thou shalt break his yoke off from thy neck. And that means that what is going to happen in World War III, that Israel will get back all of their land, they will defeat all of these Palestinians, and they will have a great victory. 
The thing that's wrong with Kushner's plan is it splits Israel, meaning the Palestinians should not only be not be given a state in Israel, but they should be moved to one of the nearby nations. But, of course, that's not going to happen, unfortunately. And so, consequently, all of these bad things are still coming. They're still heading our way. July 13th, 2008, this was given to my wife, Leslie. And of all of the people on earth that say that they hear from God, in my opinion, the person I believe the most is my wife, Leslie. I know what you might be thinking. Ah, well, you know, she's your wife. Yeah, well, she's earned the right. Let me just tell you, when Leslie prophesies something, it comes to pass. I've seen it over and over and over. I can give you example after. Here, I'll give you one quick example. So we had this couple visiting our church for the very first time. And during praise and worship, she walks back to this couple. She'd never seen them before. Doesn't know who they are. And says, may I pray for you? And so she starts praying for him, and she said, now, she doesn't prophesy the way most people do. When when I get a personal prophecy, I typically see a vision. Then I describe the vision in detail, and then he gives me the prophetic word for the person. She does that sometimes, but most of the time she only prophesies when she hears the audible voice in her ear. So she hears the voice of God in her ear that says, tell them they're going to have a child, and the child is going to be a double blessing. So she says it. After praise and worship is over, the sermon's all over, well, her brother comes up to Leslie. Oh, oh, Leslie, oh, you, you made a big mistake. You, you don't understand. This couple is barren. They've been to four different doctors. Uh, you don't understand. She can't have children. She'll never have children. Four different doctors said she can't have children. Leslie said, I don't care what the doctors said. God said, They'll have a child, and it'll be a double blessing. Well, the couple was very excited. They came to church for three or four more Sundays, and then guess what happened? They quit coming. Word got back, kind of filtered back to Leslie. Oh, she's a false prophet. Said that she was gonna, they're going to have a child. It's going to be a double blessing. Well, she didn't, she didn't have no child. Well, Leslie said, I didn't tell them that it was going to happen this month. Well, guess what? About nine months later... The word gets back to Leslie and says, hey, that couple is now pregnant. The one that said that they couldn't have children now has a child. Now, do you think that that couple remembered the blessing from the prophet? Do you think that they called and said, thank you very much? Uh, My understanding is they didn't even leave a blessing. They didn't even leave a donation to the church. How do you think God looked at that? I don't think he's real pleased with that. Well, Turns up that that child (laughs) got into some trouble. And it's probably two years later, one Saturday night, Leslie receives a frantic phone call. The child is not going to make it through the night. The child is in the hospital. The child is not going to make it through the night. Leslie, pray. Pray, Leslie. Leslie, please. You prophesied this child into existence. Pray, please, Leslie. Leslie, pray, please. Pray, please, pray, 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 pray. Okay. So Leslie prayed. The next morning, the couple calls and said, they said we could take the child home. There's nothing wrong with the child. Once again, did the couple remember to bless the prophet? Nope. Nope, not a bit. Well, lo and behold, a couple of years later, we hear we get a phone call, and now the couple is now having a second child. In other words, they'd have a child. It would be a double blessing. 
In other words, as in they had two children. Was there any turn back to say thank you? Remember Jesus? Remember the ten lepers? He healed all ten of them, but only one turned back to say thank you? So let that be a lesson. When you are blessed by the Spirit of God, always remember to turn back and leave at least a thank you, but you should leave a blessing. You remember the story of, of Elijah the prophet? So Elijah, and I'm just doing this off the top of my head, Elijah was sent out. He he'd prophesied there's not going to be rain for three and a half years. And God sent him out to the brook, and he had a, a bird come and deliver food to him every day. Well, after the brook dried up because there was no rain, he sent him to a widow woman. And you might be thinking, why wouldn't he send him to the rich man? Why wouldn't he send the prophet to the rich man that can certainly take care of him? No, 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 no. He sends the prophet over to a widow. And as the, he walks up, the widow is gathering sticks. And the prophet says, go and prepare me a meal. And she says, by the Spirit of God, I am gathering sticks to prepare our last meal, and then we will die. And the prophet says, go and do as I said. So she left gathering the sticks and went prepared him a meal and brought it back to him. Now, you may be thinking, why? What kind of a man of God would do that? He would take the meal from a, a widow woman, the last meal. What kind? I mean, I can hear the Democrats. That's what they would say. <laughs> what, what kind of man of God would take a woman, a widow's last meal? The kind that understands that if you want God to take care of you, you take care of God and you take care of his people. Just like right now, here it is summertime and we're, we're drying up and blowing away. Our mailbox is almost nothing. Uh, it should not change, brothers and sisters. It should be that not only do we have enough to pay the bills, but we have the month enough to get on other stations. All right, so anyway, back to the story. So the widow woman brings the prophet the last meal. And as a result, not only was she taken care of, he said, go and get all your pots and your empty pots and go and, 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 well, without getting into all the details of the story, God took care of the woman and the child died. The prophet laid on top of him and brought him back to life. So she was well blessed because she took care of the prophet. She took care of God and his kingdom first. I can tell you many stories of people that put God first and then he takes care of them. So right now we're talking about earthquakes. Why are the earthquakes coming on America? Well, let's see. Uh, Americans have plenty of time to go to the ball games, but they don't have time to get up and go to church. And if they do to go to church, they have to go to the nice pretty church where all of the pretty people go. And then maybe just maybe just maybe if the pew is soft enough and the church is close enough and the praise and worship is good enough, maybe just maybe they'll tip God. And then they wonder why earthquakes are coming. So let's go back to what she was said. So this is July 13th, 2008. Hey, July 13th. Well, I'm making this broadcast July the 9th. So it's... (laughs) What would that be uh, almost, I don't know, what, 11 years ago? Almost exactly. Anyway, she says, we're looking down on the central United States from a bird's eye view. I saw animals fleeing to higher ground. All animals were helping each other to survive. And here's the word in the prophecy again, catastrophe. Wow, maybe that's answering a question we've been looking for for a long time. What is the catastrophe that hits America? Maybe I just saw it. Maybe it's going to be a giant earthquake. 
So, it says, helping each other to survive this catastrophe. Birds were carrying nuts in their beaks, helping squirrels and chickmunks get to the higher ground. People were scattering everywhere. My guess is people weren't helping other people. That morning in church, the dream came back to me. At the front of the church, we have a map of the United States taped to the floor for intercessory prayer. During the church service, I looked at the map and immediately the Lord brought me back to the dream. The Lord showed me an earthquake will take place somewhere between Lake Michigan, Lake Erie, and all the way down to Tupelo, Mississippi. I was impressed that Lake Michigan and Lake Erie will empty down to at least the Tupelo, Mississippi area and perhaps even further south. Now, we had another prophet speaker in. He said, well, he saw it emptied all the way down to Mexico. Now, you may be saying, okay, well, which one's correct? Will it open up down to Tupelo, Mississippi, or will it open up all the way to the Gulf of Mexico? Well, that depends on us. In other words, God is on a sliding scale of judgment. The more we do wrong, the harder he hits. The more we do, more often we do wrong, the more often he hits us. So the question to get the answer would be, well, just how bad is America going to sin? Right now we have massive abortion all across our nation. We have child sex trafficking. We have corruption. We are a nation of liars. We lie, and we have a filthy mouth. It's hard. Most people out there, and I always, I always kind of cringe a little bit when I see a Christian, and, and they, they call themselves a Christian, but they'll go, well, it's some kind of, uh, uh, there's a pause. And the reason they had a pause is because normally what comes out at that moment is a curse word or profanity. But they had a pause because they know a minister in their presence, and so they're not going to say what they normally say. It should be, brothers and sisters, that the same words come out of our mouth when we're happy as when we're angry. And if they don't, if we're letting those words come out of our mouth, problem. Problem. Big problem. No, no, no. A Christian doesn't allow those kinds of words to come out of our mouth ever, even in our secret time, even with our husband or our wife, even when we get angry. We don't turn and say those kinds of words. But you see, America's just a filthy nation right now, you see. Back in 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. God showed me that the word first fruits is actually a secret door linking the Feast of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation, allowing the end time events to be placed in chronological order as never before. One prophetic word said it this way. There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open unto you. It will turn many books written on the end time into obsolete books. That's this book. For the first time, you will understand that on first fruits, Jesus, the Lamb, returns to Mount Zion with 144,000 one-year-old Jews. On Pentecost, the wheat who are ready go to the marriage supper of the Lamb with the barley. The Father promotes Jesus at the marriage supper from Lamb to Lion, from Prince to King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus receives many crowns, a vesture dipped in his own sacrifice blood, and a white horse. The barley and wheat receive a wedding garment and a white horse to return on trumpets about four months later. This is the day of the Lord. Jesus the judge uses the morning star lightning sword to burn the tares. This is the judgment seat of Christ. All in Jesus report here and receive their just rewards. On atonement, 
Jesus is the judge at the great white throne. For those not in Jesus, the dead are judged based upon the works written in the books. Whosoever was not found written in the book is cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. On tabernacles, the new Jerusalem comes down from God out of heaven, all explained in the secret door to understand Bible prophecy. One for 20, don't do that. Five for 30, 10 for 55, or a case of 60 for $250 at prophecyclub.com. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55, prophecyclub.com. Gives you extras to give away to your friends. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings and soon over 300 without interruption. Most people would agree 300 titles, normally $30 each. A gift of $100 a month would be reasonable. $50 a pretty good deal, but the introductory rate for a limited time is just $20 recurring monthly subscription. A one-year subscription is a gift of $200. There's no contract. You can cancel any time you want to, and you get the first three days free just to check it out. The best deal is a yearly subscription that'll lock in your rate for a year even when we raise the rates. WatchProphecyClub.com. Go check it out. WatchProphecyClub.com.